Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS, and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth, and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another juicy episode of the podcast. We, I'm so excited for today's episode. I mean, I'm excited about all episodes, but that's how, that's how we do it, right? I'm very excited to give you guys some more juice, some more tea to really help heal your nervous system, have aha moments. Yeah, all the things, all the things. So today we are diving into a little bit about childhood trauma. I asked for questions inside the portal that you had about childhood trauma, which if you're not part of the portal, it is my free community. Um, it's on Telegram and I like to post, well, not only do I ask for questions in there, but I will post riffs, um, voice note activations, kind of like tidbits that don't make it to Instagram. So if you like this vibe, if you like my Instagram, you're going to love the portal. Um, the activations are really powerful. They're even things I share with clients. So you're going to kind of get a snippet of, um, all those things and really like great shifts that you can anchor into your day. So we'll leave the link for that down below to join. All right. I just wanted to quickly come in here and hop in and tell you guys that we are doing something super fun for the podcast in June. So if you share your favorite episode to your Instagram stories and tag me, keep up with live, we are giving you a $44 credit to use towards any course, any program that you love. You can share any episode that you love of mine that you want other people to get value from, to learn from anything that you're like, mm, this is so good. More people need to hear it. So just put it on your stories, tag us. Like I said, make sure you tag us so that we can see. And that way we can give you a $44 credit. You can use this towards land the man, best year ever, regulate, well-nourished, gauze activation, and Akashic reading and energy healing. There's so many different options. Of course, you only get one credit. So if you do it once, you'll get that one credit per month. If you don't have Instagram, for those of you who don't, you can also leave a five-star rating and review. Just make sure to screenshot the review before you click submit so that you can email it to us and that way we can see that you submitted it. And all of that info will be also down below in the description box. I am so excited just to get more word out. The more we can get the word out of this podcast, the more people I can help, the more impact we can have, and the more nervous systems that we can not only get from survival into thrival mode, but even beyond thrival mode and just into that yummy, delicious life that we all want to live. So that being said, thank you guys so much. And I will get back to the episode. We are diving into childhood trauma. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into it, kind of answer some questions around it. And I want to also like debunk some myths when it comes to inner child and all of that kind of stuff. So if you're not familiar, we all have childhood trauma. And I think the most kind thing that you can actually do for yourself is just being honest with the fact that like, mm, 
you probably have some sort of childhood trauma. And if you haven't listened to the episode that I did healing, what it actually looked like to heal my nervous system or something like that. Um, it's an interview I did when I had my Morgan like interview me. It's going to kind of paint a picture about all the different kinds of wounds, but we're going to get into it here. We all have childhood trauma, whether you have big T trauma, which is like more like physical, like abuse um, and kind of sexual abuse, et cetera. They can also be things like perfectionism, making you feel like you're not enough, making you not feel worthy. And I think the one of the most important things you can do is just like validate and bring awareness to the fact that even if you had a quote unquote normal childhood, you still have trauma. And I know I spoke this with the episode I did with Louise when I interviewed her and like kind of the realizations she's come to once she gave up, you know, thinking that she had a quote unquote normal childhood, even though she did by my neat standards, right? Because just knowing that any kind of pressure put on you in the household, perfectionism, not feeling enough, you know, even growing up with siblings can, can cause trauma. Your parents like love you hundred percent, but maybe they weren't there. Maybe they had to work a lot. That causes different kind of trauma, right? Even though they loved you and they wanted to be there, maybe they physically couldn't be there. Maybe, you know, you only had one parent, right? Maybe there were so many different variables, right? So when it comes to really understanding inner child, I want you to just start to think about your childhood. Like if I were to get honest about my childhood, what would I see? And then from there, what am I not allowing myself to see about it? And I guarantee from like what you're not allowing yourself to see when you actually reflect on it as an adult is very important. Now, I also want to say nowhere through childhood trauma are we ever saying that like, you know, your parents didn't love you, that they didn't do, you know, X, Y, Z. Love the parents, know that they love you. However, and they were doing the best that they can. However, they may have done things and or not done things that caused you to interpret things in a certain way that then caused those wounds. And bringing awareness to it is the first step in terms of like breaking the actual pattern when it comes to childhood trauma. So just think about like, how did I grow up? How did, how did my parents respond to me? How did they respond to me when I did, when I did well? How did they respond to me when I didn't do well? You know, how did they, what happened when I was quote unquote in trouble? Um, how was I punished or like not punished? You know, who's around? Could they even be smothering? Like a smothering parent can still cause wounding in you. If you're, they were like a helicopter parent, if they smothered you, that can be it. They may have given you love in one way, but didn't give you love in the way you wanted. Maybe that your dad always bought you gifts, but you can count on one hand the number of times he told you he was proud of you or that he loved you. Right? So think about what do I wish I would have gotten from my parents? That's probably where you have wounds around it and where we can start to uncover it. Right. Like I know hundred percent my mom loves me, but guarantee growing up, I can count on one hand the amount of times she told me she was proud of me. And that definitely affects, you know, that affects a child, especially because my word, my, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. So words are big for me. Right. So just thinking about that. And I know that this definitely has brought awareness, even just me sparking this for you. So even like save this episode, if you're like walking, you're in the car and come back to this and like write down the questions that I said and actually start to think of it. Cause I guarantee spending time thinking about this and uncovering this is going to do a lot more for you than just like uh, writing, you know, I'm wealthy a hundred times in your journal. Cause this is going to start to allow you to unlock some of the emotions that are tied behind certain things. 
you know, this also comes down to physical health. You know, we think about, oh, you know, I've had digest stomach issues since I was a kid, tummy issues since I was a kid. There's something that happened there, right? Or maybe it happened later in high school, but there's something that happened like deeper on. And the thing that happened in high school is just the straw that broke the camel's back, but there's deeper stuff. So really giving yourself permission to look at your childhood, to bring awareness to kind of the patterns, start to examine it, start to see where you're not allowing yourself to be honest about maybe things that happened that you actually know of. Knowing that nobody has a quote unquote normal childhood and don't think that just because, oh, it wasn't as bad as like Sally, whose dad like physically hit her, that it's not as bad. Emotional stuff can be as bad and it doesn't make yours any less worse or like not enough or like it's not enough trauma to heal. It doesn't matter. All that matters is a little kid who interpreted it that way. Right. And so I want to kind of like debunk some kind of more myths about like, first of all, was the, the normal childhood. The other one is about, you know, invalidating people's experiences. And we all have experiences. But the next thing I want to talk about is the fact that a lot of stuff is unconscious and repressed for a reason. So one of the top questions I get is like, how can I figure out what my trauma is? And it's like, you probably don't because like it's unconscious for you. It is repressed, you know, unconscious in the word unconscious. It's unconscious. It's not in your conscious mind. You might have some conscious memories. And the one I've always referred to, um, if you listen to the podcast, you know, it's when I came home with my science test and I got a 98, my mom asked me where the 2% was one of the big ones that I always remember. But as I was doing the episode for you guys on like what healing my nervous system actually looked like, I had to go back. Like I went and I sat and I thought about my childhood and like all the little things that like I went back and healed after that were unconscious. And there were so many little more that you may not even remember that that happened. And this happens with my clients all the time. They're like, I didn't even remember that happened like until we did this. Like I totally forgot about that. So it's very hard for you to try to like release your own trauma that you aren't aware of and you aren't aware of it because in order to keep you safe, your nervous system repressed it and made it unconscious, right? And so this is where it can be really powerful to work with someone who can point out the blind spots, who can point out where that might be and is really good at finding it so that you can release it, right? And know that like, even for myself, I have, you know, people who have brought it up for me. Where like, I can't fully see things, right? We, we It's always hardest to see the stuff that's unconscious for us, always. I just wanted to hop on and let you guys know about Wellnourished, which is truly the only program of its kind that brings together the physical with the mental and emotional healing that is required to thrive. Your nervous system runs the show, and we know this, from your gut health to your hormones, how you absorb food, metabolism, weight skin, anxiety, the list goes on. And this is why we can have symptoms even after we've tried everything. The clean eating, supplements, moving your body, they're all good for you, but they do not work if your nervous system is in survival mode. 
when you rewire your nervous system and break out of survival mode, your body is actually able to heal. So inside Well Nourished, we do the healing on a physical level and we release the emotions stored in your body. We do the deep somatic release so your body can stop getting triggered and you can release those emotions. It's eight weeks immersed with me to heal on a deep level. Every woman needs to recode her nervous system so that it's not holding her back. It's full body healing on all levels and it's no coincidence that women not only get rid of their symptoms, but have nourishing relationships, passionate sex, more money, and get promotions. As long as you show up for yourself and allow yourself to be cracked open, it is going to transform your life. This is the missing puzzle piece you've been looking for when it comes to healing for good. It's time to glow. It's time to be well nourished. All the details will be left in the description box below and I cannot wait to have you inside. So know that like if you find like you're frustrated, like I don't know what it is, you probably don't know what it is because your nervous system is trying to keep you safe. And so you actually need to be held in a safe space in a safe container to actually process it. Because if you were to try to do it alone, you would actually re-traumatize yourself because you, we don't grow up in school knowing how to process trauma. There is no like, Oh, period four. This is how you process your trauma. Like, and that's not bad. Like this just doesn't happen. Right. Just like, we don't know all, we don't all know how to be surgeons or how to be a mechanic and fix cars. Right. But it's very important that you're in a safe space that can actually allow you to process the emotion and the trauma fully in a safe space. Right. Otherwise we re-traumatize. And this is also why people tend to like relive things a lot or like the emotion will come up frequently. And it's because your body actually knows the way your body actually wants to heal and let it out. You just don't know the proper way. So then it starts manifesting as symptoms. Then it starts manifesting as like anxiety. It could be like mental symptoms or like um, physical symptoms. Emotionally, it'll start to come up in relationships, right? Your attachment style that your body's actually trying to get you to heal is going to be reflected in your partner or your marriage or your boyfriend or so that you can heal it. You just don't necessarily know how to go about breaking that pattern and healing it. And that's not bad or wrong. It just means you need some support about how to do that and how to actually process it properly. So that's another myth. And I don't want anyone like trying to process their own trauma because I don't want you to actually re-traumatize yourself. So the next thing I kind of want to dive into when it comes to like inner child work and uncovering wounds and debunking myths is that you don't necessarily need to know what it is to heal. So you can know, but you don't necessarily always have to know what it is as we're healing it. We just need to actually get to the root of it and remove it. Right. And so when we think about doing inner child work, yes, a lot of it is like the reparenting, like give yourself the love that you wish that you would have gotten hundred percent do that like every day, like start to do that even now if you haven't been doing it. But it's actually even deeper than that. It's about breaking just like the association between the two and rewiring your brain so that your amygdala and your nervous system, but especially your amygdala because your amygdala is your fear response, doesn't kick into overdrive and click on that then creates a filter in your life through which you look at it through fear. Right. Cause that's what happens, right? We enter survival mode because our amygdala gets switched on because it triggers something that happened to us when we were a kid. And it was like, nope, this happened before survival mode. Not going to let this happen again. Protect, protect, protect. And the amygdala kicks on. And that's very hard to see rationally. Right. And so when we're in our survival mode response and our nervous system is dysregulated, it's going to be even harder to find 
what that repressed emotion, trauma, memory was because your brain is literally trying to protect yourself, right? And so that we have to have a little workaround. We have a little, little secret passageway that kind of like allows us to, to enter the amygdala. And that's kind of like the work that we do inside of my containers. So I want you to start thinking about all of these things, which brings me to my next kind of myth about like inner child work. There's always going to be deeper. Like there's always going to be more layers. All right. I just did some inner child stuff in Joshua tree. And I'm like years into doing like some stuff. Do I do inner child work less frequently? Yes. But there's always like key elements of pieces. I'm like always putting back. And so it's not like, oh, I've done the inner child work. Okay, I'm done. Like I did it. We can do a big chunk of it, but think about it like always a refinement or think about it like, I don't know, like working out. You can always lift like a little bit more weight, right? A little bit more, like a little bit more reps or a little bit more this, right? You're just getting stronger. And as you do, you just get stronger and stronger and stronger. So it's not something that's like really ever quote unquote done. It's just, you're done with certain things that may have happened or certain responses that it may have triggered. And you won't be in survival mode, after you get out of survival mode, it's about then allowing yourself to get into thrival mode. Right. And you're, you're unpacking more of those layers. They're lighter layers. They're more like superficial layers, like, Oh, a little layer of this, a little layer of that, but all those layers add up, but you kind of like get to the deep, the big, the big cojones first, the big stuff first. So I want to dive into the questions that were asked inside the portal. Um, when it comes to childhood trauma. Okay. How, how do you figure out which one is causing the issues of today or in the present? How do we figure out which one is causing the issues? Of, yeah, that's what I thought. So you might have been sparked in your memory with what I said now. See if you can find the root of like, when did this first happen to me? All right, so let's say, I'm not sure what's going on for you, but we'll, I'll pick an example. Anxious attachment style. Maybe you're dating or maybe you're in a relationship, you're anxiously attached. I'm telling you, but it's from your parents. Okay. hundred percent. Cause that's where you form your attachment style. So we already know it's there. You may not know the exact memory that caused the anxious attachment style from when you were little. That's what I'm here for. And what can you do to bring safety into your nervous system now? Cause like I said, if it's repressed in your unconscious, you may have trouble figuring out. So think about hmm, when did I like what part of, the love for my parents makes me feel anxious. Is it because it wasn't there? Is it because it was there, but then gone and there and then gone? So it's inconsistent. Right? And those will kind of like start to give you. I'm like, oh, okay, my mom like didn't give me words of affirmation. Mm, okay, I'm going to start giving myself words of affirmation. And that'll allow you to start healing that. But of course, it is always easier when you're held in a container of having someone like help you do through it. It's very overwhelming, like to try to do it to yourself. And I know I've gotten messages from you guys being like, this is overwhelming to try to figure this out and do this all. Yes, it's very hard to do this on your own. I don't even hold myself in my own healing, right? I have someone hold me. So just know that like, that's completely normal the way you're feeling. And that's why there are beautiful containers that are a safe space for you to heal that. But start thinking about, if you were to find a thread, like if you were to pull that thread on that one issue that you're trying to figure out, go all the way back. There's going to be something in your childhood. And if you can't figure it out, of course, that's always what I'm for. Okay. Next question. What about if you don't realize what may have happened to you? Again, it's unconscious, right? You may not even realize. You don't always need to 
experience, like have it vividly, like re like a movie in front of your eyes, but you do need to go back to the energy that was stored in your body and the feeling and the emotion of that time, um, to bring it out. So you may, again, you may not realize, but the only reason you don't realize is because your body has repressed it and it's unconscious and it's not going to let you go there if it deems it not safe. And so trying to go there on your own is not really safe versus doing it in a container will allow you to feel more safe. What if you've been told specific ages that you have stored trauma, but don't know what to do to clear it? So again, this comes back to you don't know how because you don't have a degree in psychology or like a trauma certification or like I, I would never expect someone to know, you know, what to do just because you know your car broke down doesn't mean you know what to do to fix it, right? So you may know have an age. You could, again, I would put myself in a safe space because you can go back to an age. Let's say you try to go back to when you were age five and try to do it on your own and you uncover something and you don't know how to handle it and you don't know how to process it. And, you know, I'm going to tell like a story just to put this in very much perspective with a client who had been traumatized and like re-traumatized herself. Um, and like the healing we had to do after. So essentially she had really blocked out and repressed that her brother had sexually assaulted her multiple times when she was young, like her older brother. She tried this on her own. That came up. She didn't know what the hell to do. She was still at this point, like living with her brother in the house with her parents. Like when she found this out and when she came to me, she was so traumatized. Her brother, like that she realized was this person was still in the house. She was trying to live it. Like it was just a whole mess. You can imagine how that coming up would be very hard to process and move through on your own. So even if you try, like I always recommend like trying to be in a safe space in a safe container. Um, but otherwise think about how you felt at that age and just ask her what she needs. Like literally connect. I don't know. She's a five-year-old connect with that five-year-old. Just ask like, what do you need from me right now? And see like how much you can give her of that. And you'd be surprised what you can do for that. You may not be able to like, full trauma release it by herself, but you can probably give her some of the things that she's looking for. Okay. Next one. How can you heal childhood trauma without firing and wiring your brain into deeper neurological pathways that will trigger your nervous system? Okay. So perfect. You just answered kind of what I said in this whole podcast with it takes training. It takes like you knowing like psychology, anatomy, trauma, brain rewiring. Like there's a reason I was in school for a decade to be able to do what I do to the effectiveness and the safety with which I do it. So it would be so unethical for me to even hop on here to go my Instagram. That's another thing about this. It'd be very unethical for me to try to like guide you through a trauma release on a podcast episode and then traumatize you. Like that is so incredibly unethical that like I would be doing a disservice to you. And like, I would feel horrible if like I tried to do that. And then people, you know, like you said, it will literally fire and wire into your brain deeper. Like the answer is in your question. And this is also why talk therapy cannot get people places or why they're in talk therapy for the same issue for 10 years is because when you talk about it and you don't actually somatically release it from your body and you don't finish the trauma process, it just fires and wires it deeper. Right. And that's why like therapy can be great for bringing awareness to things, but it doesn't actually allow your body to process it. It just fires and wires it deeper. 
Uh, or there's more to it. For example, I'm doing Joe Dispenza meditations to reprogram my brain into positive emotions and thinking to heal my body and nerve systems. And I'm going to a psychiatrist to talk about childhood trauma and bringing up a lot of negative emotions and feelings to the surface with the intention to heal them. But now it seems counterproductive if you see what I mean. Okay. Yeah. So then your second part just proved everything I said of, of why, um, it's bringing up things, but it's not actually healing them. So now you kind of understand why if you're going to a, a psychiatrist and you're talking about childhood trauma, you're bringing up the negative emotions, but it's not, it's counterproductive and it's not doing anything. That's why chances are you're wiring and firing it deeper and you're re-traumatizing. So that's probably why. Okay. So this was a nice episode juicy on questions to ask yourself, save it, come back to it normal childhood, doing the inner child work, uncovering wounds and really debunking the myths around it. Again, um, go back and listen to my other episodes on this. If you have any questions, I would be happy to answer them. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram, um, whether I guide you another podcast episode, whether I can guide you to container that would support you, um, whatever it is, but hopefully this shed some light for you and yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. <laughs>